many a buttons to be pushed. Let me start, uh, let me push a button here on my end as well. I also just posted recording a new episode in a few minutes. Do you have any quick ideas that you want me to include in the show? Somebody already posted some snarky remarks. <laughs> Wait, you got snarky remarks on Twitter? Stop. That doesn't happen. <clears throat> that seems implausible to me. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Everybody, happy new year. It is 2024 here at the Scare Scuttlebutt Podcast. Remember to deploy the garrison because we are ready to have some fun. I've got Dave from What Does Star Wars Mean to You? And let me tell you, pal, Star Wars means a lot to me. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be like one of the first shows of the year. Yes, absolutely. The first 2024. We're in the future, 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 future. <laughs> in the year 2000. <laughs> Isn't it wild? I mean, when you were, uh, what? how old were you when, when you watched Star Wars for the first time? Oh God, I was like five. Okay, so I, I mean... Talk about weird. I mean, if somebody told you that in the year 2024, you would still be talking about Star Wars, this movie that you're you're seeing now at five years old. Is that nuts or what? That I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be able to comprehend that. I'd be like, 2024. Are there flying cars as well? Are you living on Tatooine? What's going on? There should be flying cars. What the hell, man? Yeah, I what what buggers my mind is I look on Twitter and see like some big fans of Star Wars and they're posting all the time and I'll look at their age and it'd be like 22. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my God. I think it's great, but I'm still a little bit like, so you're this huge <laughs> fan from the sequel trilogy? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's funny because uh, I've, been, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, posts and things like that saying that I'm a, a, a lifelong fan uh, since 2017. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, that hurts. And it's, you know, it's one yeah. of those things where, you know, I guess I'm realizing that um, I probably don't belong on social media anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's not about, you know, it's great that they're fans. I love it. It And it's not about gatekeeping it. And they'll get it when they're older. And, you know, they're in their 40s. And they see people who are like, I loved episode 17. It's my favorite Star Wars ever. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, you should have been around when uh, uh, The Last Jedi came out then. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, that's funny. Um, and speaking of when which, there that was, was water. When there was water on Tatooine, that was a long <laughs> yes. time ago. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's funny because we're talking about fans and gatekeeping and stuff like that. And I, I think the last couple yeah. of weeks, you know, that kind of has been a, a little bit of a hot button issue in the Star Wars fandom Twitterverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that that's actually one of the uh, 
one of the topics that uh, one of our followers, Loki Jarson, suggested that uh, that we do a quick talk on before we start uh-huh. on our main topic, um, who is or isn't allowed to dictate who is or isn't a fan? And obviously we were, you know, kind of playing around tongue in cheek with, uh, you know, my comments of uh, lifelong fans uh, yep. since 2017. And, um, you know. I'm not going to lie to you. It it does bother me a little bit because I think I feel like I put in the work since 1977, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you know? Well, I, 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 I do believe there's this feeling that we went through the dark times. We um, – when, when Star Wars – you everyone was a fan of Star Wars at a certain point. And then after Return of the Jedi, there was far less fandom. And – those were the nerds, those who kind of carried that torch. And and we were those people. Does that give us the right to be gatekeepers to it? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but it, it, I do think there is a little bit of, hey, like, you know, we, we saw some battle. We, we've been there. We, we know what it's like. Um, yeah, and I, I just think it's the old age thing of elders versus uh, youth. Right. It's it's impossible to understand both because neither is in that time where they're at at that moment. Sure. And it's just uh, – it's almost, almost impossible to relate. I mean, imagine trying to relate to 17-year-old Roe. <laughs> It, right, my, my wife's my wife probably will, would argue with you and say, you know what, it's the same thing. Fifty-year-old row is the same as seventeen-year-old row, and I probably would have to agree with her. I'm sorry. Yeah. Good point. Fair enough. Um, it is space wizards and laser swords, after all. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that, like, when it comes to gatekeeping, I think uh, no one can gatekeep your own fandom. It just, yeah. if, That's true. You know, I, I think if you like something, um, you know, and obviously there are different levels of, of, uh, I don't know the, 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 the saturation, different levels of saturation when it comes to fandom, yes. you know, you've got, uh, the aforementioned, uh, millennials that discovered star Wars, uh, way back in 2017. And, um, you know, you got the, the, the old fogies like us, uh, who have been with the franchise forever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's different levels of what you like, um, and how you like it, how you came into it. I don't, I I don't think, you know, I'm going to say something controversial. I think a little gatekeeping is okay because I think it's, it's up to us older guys to kind of usher in the new generation of, of fandom to, you know, uh, probably the, the main issue would be to be able to make sure that the franchise uh, continues to live on in, in perpetuity uh, long after we're gone. Um, I think that is, uh, uh, you know, I want to go out on a limb and say that is our responsibility. We, uh, we should be able to usher new fans into the fandom to kind of, uh, you know, carry the torch, pass the torch per se, uh, proverbial, um, symbolically Mm -hmm. and, and, and otherwise, um, but I, I think when it comes to the the black and white of of it all, the gatekeeping 
for the sake of gatekeeping, I think, you know, obviously, you know, there's a little bit of a hubbub right now regarding um, women in the fandom. And I, I posted something earlier today that said, you know, I think level-headed fans know that women have been in the fandom of Star Wars since day one. There's really no... Yeah. There's no, there's no question about it. You know, we, we, we knew, obviously we know our, our, our guy friends that were Star Wars fans. We were, you know, obviously very surprised when we learned that there were a couple of female fans and it was really great. Um, so it, it, you know, it's to us, I think it's not a question of, you know, wow, there's female Star Wars fans. Of course there's star, there's female Star Wars yeah. fans. Um, it's, it just, I guess to us older slash more sensible fans, it's kind of a non-issue because we've always we've always enjoyed the company of of Star Wars female fans, and um, I don't know where. I mean, I guess I do know where this this is being generated at this point, but it's it's kind of goofy to me. It's absolutely goofy. When I think about it, I, I can think of even people I've interviewed on what does Star Wars mean to you. Uh, female fans from all generations and even from as far back as uh, the original Star Wars, A New Hope. Uh, the What I find, I, I don't know if frustrating is the right word, annoying, frustrating, whatever, annoystrating, I think is the word, <laughs> is that, um, that these gatekeepers... Feel like the need to push someone down in order to rise themselves up. Yes. You know, it's it's not about it's not even about like, well, the original trilogy is better than this trilogy or that or whatever. It's more about how can I make an enemy of someone else so that I can smash them down and make myself look big. And that's that's kind of like the annoy. Uh, what, what did I say? Annoystrating part of it. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's um, I like I said, I, I think it's goofy. I think uh, we each, uh, you know, Star Wars uh, is a galaxy big enough uh, for everyone. Um, yeah. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we each uh, it, it's such a Star Wars runs such a, a, a huge gamut of, of elements and things to love. Uh, you know, there's a there's a little bit of everything for all of us. And uh, there's a big room in this uh, cargo hold in the Millennium Falcon for fans. And I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you want to love uh, any aspect of Star Wars, come on by. We'll uh, we'll let you love the Star Wars that you want to love. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's true. Yeah. It's also uh, a product of many, many years. So there's many, many, you, you said it earlier, many way, uh, many variations of it to love from, um, you know, what, what is the Young Jedi Adventures, which is sure. a TVY show on Disney Plus, all the way to, you know what? I'm only oddly into the High Republic, and that's all I want to fan on. It's like, oh, wow. that's totally cool, too. And not me, but I'm just as an example. Oh, gotcha. I'm, yeah. I'm actually just started Light of the Jedi, and it took me a little bit to get into it, about 50 pages, which is about average for me to get into a book. But, man, I'm about 200, 250 pages in, and it is fantastic. 
Cool. Excellent. Glad you're enjoying it. I think um, I, when when that series came out, I think I uh, I read the first two books. Um, wasn't for me. So uh... yeah, I noticed that in the. In the inscription, it was like, not for real, Charles Stoll. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, that's specific. And he that's knew. Specific. Yeah, he knew it. Wow. So, um, I, I, obviously, I mentioned it uh, at the top of the show, but uh, Happy New Year, Dave. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. It's it's a pleasure to be here. I wanted to ask you because, uh, you know, I know you've got your podcast, you've got your show. I wanted to um, give you an opportunity to tell folks, first of all, to tell folks where people can find you and what uh, what do you uh, concentrate on uh, on your show? So uh, it, it's what does Star Wars mean to you? You can find it wherever you podcast, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts. Is that what it's called now? Um, any of those places. And it's a, just an interview show where I talk to various guests from all walks of life about their fandom of Star Wars and what they love about it, how it has inspired them. And how they see kind of their particular specialty, whether it's voiceover or art or special effects, uh, through the, uh, how they see Star Wars through that lens. Um, and right now we're a little bit on a high hiatus. I'm kind of re um, rebranding the show, not rebranding. I think rethinking the show. I'm going to get a co-host. Mm. Um, and we're going to uh, attack the new year uh, and start putting up episodes somewhere in February or March. But for right now, if you want to listen to some great interviews with people like Eddie Pence from The Ralph Report, Vanessa Marshall, who played Hera on Rebels, um, a lot of the authors like Mike Chen, uh, Adam Lance Garcia, and many others who are, I'm just completely flaking on right now, and I apologize. I've got a, a robust um, catalog, so check it out. Excellent. Yeah, for sure. So uh, since it is the new year, it's 2024, I wanted to ask you how um, how you uh, or what's up, what were some of the things that you were uh, that you were proud of uh, some of your accomplishments or 2023 on the show? Oh, wow. Some no, some um, notables. Some notables. I mean, you know, um, I, you're my guest. I'll uh, I'll I'll say that uh, interviewing me was a given. So you can put yes. that off the table. Yeah, well, I got to meet Ro, which was fantastic. <laughs> of this, uh, this podcast, um, the Scuttlebutt, the Scarif Scuttlebutt, and uh, you know, nothing else compared. No, I, I was just very proud of getting the show up on its feet in early 2023, um, maintaining a a schedule, a, a weekly schedule for the show, um, and in getting, I think it was 35 guests over the course of the year, um, and and also really finding different types of people like Matthew Freeman, who writes this, um, oh, what do you call it? A newsletter mm -hmm. called Octu Baby. Oh, and yeah. it's it, a, a very nice short newsletter that's fabulous to read. And he has great positive insights. Um, and 
I, I think also kind of honing the show through its uh, as it evolved through the year um, to to interviewing Vanessa Marshall and um, Alden Diaz last. And I really felt like I was getting the groove of what the show was. Cool. Um, I, I think that's uh, my biggest accomplishment is is kind of. The bravery, the bravery. God, I sound like a fucking. Um, but <laughs> I wasn't going to say. <laughs> thank you. The tenacity to to keep going and keep going and keep doing it, even though I felt like, uh, what am I doing? Why why do I suck so much? Which reminds me of a podcast I was going to start called "Why Do I Suck," <laughs> but but I did. What does Star Wars mean to you instead? Um, that has a and, better better ring to it. Yeah, doesn't it? And, yeah. and it, a, a natural fan base. Like the yeah. why do I suck fan base? Not that big. <laughs> um, uh, but the tenacity to keep going over and over again, uh, reaching out to people. I'm very much an introvert. So reaching out to people uh, is always a little bit of a challenge. And, uh, um, and being able to look at it uh, tinker with it, refine it, refine it into something that I'm fairly proud of. Excellent. And, uh, congratulations. I'm looking forward to, to more, uh, more shows with you. And, and obviously, you know, you have an open invite here at the scare of scuttlebutt podcast It's always wonderful talking to you. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, may you, uh, continue with your great success and, uh, I love the show for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, I love being on here. I love talking to you because it's a, it's a different format. Um, and and I, I get to like come in, be goofy and then walk away. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. All right. Uh, before we start, I want to uh, run a quick little promo. I want to make sure that people know nice. uh, how they can support the channel. And uh, we'll be right back. Hello. Hi, this is Sean from Extra Star Wars. Oh. And you're listening to the Scarif Scuttlebutt. <laughs> Hey friends, just a quick reminder, if you enjoy our content and don't want to commit to a Patreon tier, you can show your love in other ways. Oh yeah. Of course, you can take advantage of our merchandise store at TeePublic, where we've got cool designs from all across the Red 5 network. Look for sale announcements and save up to 30 to 35% on all our merchandise. Oh, nice. And there's also a very convenient way to help support the channel. As you know, coffee is our friend. It keeps us going. You can show your appreciation by heading over to buymeacoffee.com slash scarif. Buymeacoffee.com slash scarif. Any amount starting at five bucks, a one-time treat for us to help with all the stuff it takes to maintain the quality you deserve. And remember, it's always sunny on Scarif. And that's the scuttlebutt. And pass the cream, please. Okay, yeah, buymeacoffee.com. I love coffee, and uh, you should too. But uh, thank you, everybody, who has uh, utilized that link to uh, to buy me a coffee. 
Uh, it helps me, uh, you know, keep the uh, the running waters of Mandalore running here at the Scare Scuttlebutt Podcast. So thank you so much. Um, so I, I told you at the top of the show, we've got a couple of uh, followers that uh, wanted to contribute uh, regarding uh, some nerdy uh, things that uh, that happened in their lives. So I wanted to share one, uh, a couple of them actually, uh, but one is specific. Um, one of my followers, Damon for you. His handle is the big guy eighty six. Um, I asked, obviously, uh, retweet some top three nerdy moments of 2023. And he said, seeing myself in Star Trek Strange New Worlds and the movie Thanksgiving was pretty uh, a pretty amazing moment for me. Um, obviously, he's an actor. So that's really yes. cool. Um, so that's or a uh, creepy guy who sneaks on set. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we I think we know a couple of those guys, but uh, yeah, absolutely. So that that's pretty cool. Uh, Damon, um, that is really, really nerdy. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's quite of an accomplishment. I mean, like a yeah. really big horror movie. And look, Star Trek. um, uh, Strange New Worlds is just one of the best shows. So uh, being on that is just fantastic. Congratulations, yeah, man. Absolutely. Kudos, kudos, kudos. And uh, one of our uh, one of our other followers, she's a patron, uh, uh, Belinda. Uh, she posted a uh, GIF of uh, Anakin during the Ahsoka show in that cloud uh, of uh, one of the Clone Wars scenes where she, uh, where Anakin um, kind of uh, molds or melds into Darth Vader as he's walking towards. Oh the yes, camera. yes. With just one word, nerdgasm. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's the only only it's, word you need. There. That's the only word you need. So, uh, Belinda, yes, uh, we're right there with you. Um, clean up in aisle seven. That's actually the I, I have on my list. Um, Live action Ahsoka meets Anakin. Yes. And I just think that's like, to me, that was one of the best Star Wars moments in a while and one of the best um, just just nerd moments of 2023. Sure. Yeah. I mean, let's let's get into it. I mean, I, I, I mentioned two uh, here on um, uh, from some of our followers, but uh, you mentioned that one. Obviously, it, you know, I, I would say it's on my list. But uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us uh, give us some clues, give us some tidbits on some of your 2023 uh, favorite nerdy moments, because uh, this you know this is this is good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, okay. So um, first of all, I, I again live action Ahsoka. And Anakin being together on screen is, I, I, I think, the creme de la creme of nerd moments in 2023. My second one, I'm going to say, is Star Trek Subspace Rhapsody. It was the musical episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I'm a huge fan of, uh, of musicals, but also of Strange New Worlds. And I think that they... Did it? It's it's hard to do a musical episode for a genre series. I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer did it fairly well. It's it's and it's almost with Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. It was almost the same kind of thing where something was forcing them to sing, um, and it, it made sense and it was wonderful. Um, and then my third one is Loki becomes the god of time. I just think the Loki series was. A lot of fun, 
very bizarre, very weird. I may not have caught everything in it, but the it felt like such a good resolution to the Loki storyline. And, and I forget the actor who plays Loki right now. Um, but, you know, what is it? 2012 Avengers came out. So he's been playing the character nearly 12 years. Um, Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Thank you very much. Um, it, it was a great rhymes, resolution. You know how I remember? Uh, Rhy- rhymes with Dave Humphreys. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say it was it was like the uh mixed up lettered name of he who should not be <laughs> named from Harry Potter. No, no. But I guess no. that's Tom Riddleston. That's yeah, Tom Riddle. Anyway, um I I felt like I needed to autocorrect myself there so no one called in and was like, "No, it's Tom Riddle." <laughs> um but yeah, Loki becomes the god of time. I think it's such a another just really nice geek moment that um that like I said wrapped up the storyline of Loki and gave him a good send-off. And you know what? The best part of his send-off is like he could come back in a Marvel film or he doesn't have to. And I I feel good about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that middle, uh, the middle of the latest Loki season um, kind of took me a while to kind of trudge through. I think it was a little too slow or heavy, um, yep. slightly convoluted. Uh, I think they wasted uh, some time. Um, I, I, th- I think a lot of the shows are kind of doing that because they're stretching uh, you know, a um, they're stretching the series into something that, uh, y- you know, even like what a, a 12 episode series could have been like five maybe, but they're really yep. stretching it. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the end results on, on that Loki show, I think really paid off. I think they um, if they tightened up a little bit, I probably would have liked it uh, a lot better. But it was it was surprising. It was really great how they uh, you know capped off that season. Uh, definitely a, a nice little nerd moment. And you know, it's amazing when these actors uh, you know take on a role and uh, and then really just uh, you know go for the gusto and 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 play these roles for a really long time like Hiddleston has done. And he he seems to relish in in it. He seems to enjoy the character. He seems to love the, the, the fans that love him as Loki. It's apparent when he, you know, he, I don't, can't remember. I think it was uh, San Diego comic-con when he showed up as Loki, um, (laughs) which is, you know, it's, it's a treat for the fans and um, it's infectious and uh, you can, you can tell that everybody's enjoying, you know, that aspect of, of the fandom for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, um, and it's always great when you see an actor who's enjoying doing something that you enjoy as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, obviously, you know, the Ahsoka show, you've got uh, moments uh, in that show. Um, It's funny because, you know, with uh, with with all the the hate in the 90s that the sequel that the prequels um, brought on, um, one of the things that really that I really enjoyed was seeing, uh, you know, Anakin back, seeing um, Christian Hayden, yeah. uh, 
um, back as Anakin. I think uh, I think he was. You can tell that he was enjoying it too. I know there was not a lot of promotion yeah. um, for the show because of the strike during that time, but there have been some you know videos and 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 pictures that have been released now after the strike has been over with, um, where you can really tell. Uh, that he was really having fun in the role, uh, him and Rosario yep. Dawson and uh, Little Ahsoka, which which is fantastic. I think they did uh, they did uh, they did a great service to the fans to kind of bring them back and um, you know yeah. ha- have them on screen one more time. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's great. Definitely, uh, definitely a nice um, you know nerd moment uh, for me for sure. Um, and with, you know, with live Star Wars, live action Star Wars, you really, you know, you're, you're never really prepared for what you're going to get. Um, whether you, whether you like a lot of the shows or not, I know, uh, you know, I've had, uh, my, um, my comments on, on some of the shows that, uh, were not my favorite, uh, you know, shows like, uh, the book of Boba Fett, um, mm-hmm. you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi was a little rough, um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in, in looking, uh, you know, watching new Star Wars on the, on the small screen. I think uh, I'm looking forward yeah. to the Acolyte. I'm looking forward to um, the, the Jude Law one. What's a skeleton crew? Um, because, again, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan. And if there's something new uh, in Star Wars, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it, you know, um, because, like I said, it's uh, you know, it's like a box of chocolate. You don't you don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's also like a box of Pringles. Uh, once you start, you just can't stop. Or is that Ruffles? Uh, that's uh, no, that's could be no. That's Pringles. I think that's Pringles. No, that's Jay's. Yeah. Oh, is it really? We're, we're all wrong. Oh, oh well. I'm a fan of Star Wars, not potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sodium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's uh, those are some good moments. I think, um, you know, another moment for me, and uh, I was on a stream uh, a couple of nights ago, we were talking about uh, some of our favorite movies in 2023. Um, I, you know, I, I, I didn't get to go to the theater as much as I wanted to in 2023, but I think one of the, the great experiences for me is, is going to the theater. I know anybody that uh, listens to the show, I've said this uh, several times. Um, the, uh, the movie, the creator with, uh, by, mm-hmm. um, Gareth Edwards of, uh, rogue one fame, I think was, uh, was great to see on the big screen. I think visually it was uh, stunning. Um, I really enjoyed the creator, um, on, uh, on a large screen. Um, it was really great. So that is for me, definitely one of the highlights, uh, as far as, uh, 2023 goes, um, really fun stuff. I love, uh, you know, hanging out with friends and having drinks and dinner and yeah. then going, going to a movie theater and, uh, kind of, uh, losing yourself in, in science fiction and fantasy and stuff, all that fun stuff. It's, uh, it's a great release. It's a great experience. And, uh, I hope movie theaters, uh, stick around for uh, a really long time. I would hate to have that aspect of, uh, of movies, uh, fade away. I absolutely, I 100% agree with you. Um, the other great thing about Creator is that it was completely original IP. That was a big sci-fi uh, movie, and you don't, you just don't see a lot of that mm-hmm. anymore. Um, where where so much money is uh, put towards 
bringing a vision like that to life. And I think that's, um, I think that's really great. And one of the powers of the theater too. What else you got? What else uh, made your list for 2023? What are some of the other geeky moments? Um, oh, uh, real fast. Did you get anything cool uh, as far as collectibles in 2023? Oh, wow. I, you know, I got, you know, I, I don't collect as much as I used to, yeah. but I did get like a, the Luke Skywalker um, Red 5 helmet in Lego form. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and then I, during Christmas shopping, I got myself a Hondo figure because Hondo oh. was one of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars. He, he was just, you know, he's that con man. Yeah. Uh, always, and he's uh, he was in the Clone Wars, yes. wasn't he? He was also in Rebels. Yeah. Um, Is he up there on your shelf? He, I don't think I've seen one out in the wild. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Here he is. Huh. Let me see. Where's where's the TV? Oh, very so, nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to look for that. You know, it's it's what is that? The vintage collection, which is mm -hmm. my favorite collection. Uh oh oh, here's a big one. I got this for my birthday. This is okay. This is a little bragging. This is <laughs> I I'm gonna. This is a humble brag. So this is a. 2019 uh who, who does this let me look at this um gentle, gentle giant, giant yes. bust of Hera signed by vanessa oh my god uh, so she she sent it up to me for for my birthday and holy I thought smokes that was fantastic wow you guys are like um, that huh she sends you stuff for your birthday damn yeah yeah oh, that's and beautiful so, um, so yeah, this is, this is, this is like the Hera bust is one, one of my, uh, favorite things. Yeah. It's beautiful. That I got this. This is probably the best collectible I got this year. Probably the best collectible I got in the past 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Gentle giant, uh, does some really great sculptures. I've got a couple yep. of, uh, I've got a stormtrooper, uh, Darth Vader, a short trooper, um, you know, cause I'm all about the empire. You know that. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome you know some of the things that i bought um for myself i i kind of looked at it and i'm like you know what one of my followers would really enjoy this so i i, I ended up like half of the stuff i bought for myself i ended up turning it around and then just sending it out to 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 some of our um wonderful uh supporters and listeners uh here on the scare scuttlebutt podcast i um i was uh doing some returns at ross's and i found a grand moff tarkin um yes i saw that a black series uh figure on the on the you know the vintage looking card back and you know i was gonna hold on to it but i'm like you know what let's let's give it away so it's uh it's nice when you find some cool stuff and then you think you know what i think uh, one of my followers would uh would enjoy that so yeah absolutely it's really cool you're like geeka claws <laughs> is that is uh, geeka claws i think that I, santa geek oh santa geek you're like santa, santa geek. geek i think i like geeka claws better it's more geeka claws um, yeah it's uh it's a little more odd <laughs> yeah. And yeah. uncomfortable saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was your big collectible of 2023? Um, yeah, like I said, um, so it's you know, still the, funny the, because the people can't see this, but we we both like turn around and right, look around, looking and around our stuff. And we're like, huh, what? What is? I can't remember if if Brad got this for me this year or last year, but I'll pull it out anyways because it's so cool. I think he got it for me early this year. Maybe it was late last year. It's a custom Darth Vader figure, except it's got my head on it. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> and uh, the size oh. of the head and the cheeks are pretty spot on proportional to the body. <laughs> At least that's what my wife would say, would say, but it's, it's pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. That is fun. Those kind of things are just kind of priceless. There's another um, small collectible that, you know, I love going to thrift stores because I find a lot of wonderful items. Um, there's a, a droid that I found. And if you look up this droid, it's, oh, wow. it's actually, yeah. it's actually R-O, Ro. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So <laughs> look up next time you're in front of your computer, not podcasting uh just look up the the droid row astromech and then this guy pops up it's so funny oh hilarious so i'm a a droid you're a droid you're 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 you are star wars canon (laughs) (laughs) let's um let's take a short break i want to uh play a couple of things and remind folks where people can find us and uh we'll be right back I don't know why I did the boop boop. (laughs) I'm going to keep it in. Hello, kids and cadets. It's Tim from the FSF podcast, and you are listening to the Scarif podcast. And that, my friends, is the scuttlebutt. folks i wanted to take a little break and say thank you to all the patrons here at the scare scuttlebutt podcast you all remind me to make sure that we spit out some good product here from topics to technical we want to make sure that you are proud of us enough to attach your name to this show first of all our executor tier scott and kim of the use and abuse podcast a proud member of the red five family make sure to check them out visit them in the chat when they go live for fun and shenanigans and speaking of shenanigans another wonderful supporter nicholas schaefer mr backyard tardis himself hey he's got a channel adventures in locksmithing and if you think rekeying is all he does well you should watch a few of his videos and prepare yourself for the crazies all right and moving on to our garrison tier big thanks to the frank our resident back to the future expert Log in and say hello. What's up, Frank? Melanie Marquita, big high five to you, my friend. One of my favorite collaborators. 
We got comics and cosmetics. Danny, her YouTube channel's got the latest nerd news and some awesome tips on comics and cosmetics. Go give her a sub. All right, big shout-outs to Alex the Salty Nerd himself, Nicole, peace, love, and all fandoms. And someone who brings joy to my timeline, Belinda. So glad you're on this list. I also want to give a special shout-out to Vader, Rapina, and Rennie. And, of course, Ollie and family. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you, patrons and friends of the podcast. If you're interested in helping to keep the lights on here, get some exclusive Scare of Swag, stickers, and my periodic row rant episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash scareofscuttlebutt. Remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. Okay, folks, we are back here on the Scare Scuttlebutt podcast. Happy 2024. It is a new year, and you've got a new show here on the Scare Scuttlebutt podcast. I'm sitting here with Dave from What Does Star Wars Mean to You? Welcome back, Dave. Welcome anytime, actually. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year, everybody. It is, um, you know, I 2024. Can you believe we made it? We made it. We made it to 2024. Yeah. Um, what we made it to, I'm not sure. That is still yet to be decided, uh, determined. Uh, something is on the horizon. It kind of looks like uh, like moving camels, like adats or something coming towards us. <laughs> so I don't know. Take cover, everyone. <laughs> A strange dust storm on the horizon. Yeah. Um, wow, That we got dark all of a sudden. I know. I, well, it's. I think it's a little hard not to get dark for me, at least. It's you know you just kind of like look and I'm the person who believes Stephen King's under the bed with a knife. Oh God! Hold on, I got to look now. <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, right. Um, yeah, that's too funny. You know, I want to remind everybody that uh, we do have a uh, century mode that we recorded back in 2023. Uh, Rural Farm Boy um, came on and uh, I asked him a series of five questions and uh, we'll play it a little later on. And uh, you guys have to see how he did. I know we've been having a lot of fun with Sentry Mode. And uh, Dave, we got to ha uh, have yeah. you back on a uh, a quick Q&A on Sentry Mode. And uh, we'll test yes. your Star Wars knowledge. How about that? Oh, I, I, it's it's going to be horrific. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm wise with Star Wars knowledge. I may not be smart with Star Wars knowledge. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So, uh, we are talking about, uh, 2023's top 20th. Top five? What is it? Top five or top three? What did we top top? top well, we said top three, and I kind of burned through three already. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, just let's our, do top our, five. Yeah, our top our top moments, our top nerdy top moments, moments. Yeah. twenty twenty three, and um, there have been a couple of them. Uh, obviously, we've been talking about it. Uh, uh, movies, streaming, collectibles, yeah. all sorts of wonderful things. Um, we even talked a little bit about gatekeeping at the top of the episode. Yes. Um, but um, yeah. So uh, what else have you seen yeah. that gave you some top nerdy moments on the big screen? I, Did you get to go to the movies a lot this year, this last year? I mean, I, I, I went actually the most I have gone in a couple of years. Oh, wow. Um, this year. It just, you know, the pandemic and then um, 
uh, uh, just being uh, a person who likes the inside of their own house, hard to get to the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, like, oh, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man uh, into the uni- uh, Spider-Verse, across yes. the Spider-Verse. I know, it's so confusing, I- isn't it? Yeah, I can't. I can't keep them. It's kind of like the Homecoming series, like Homecoming, No Way Home, Far From Home. I get mixed up on which one. But Spider Man Two, oh, that was seeing that in the theaters was spectacular. And uh, Godzilla minus one kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, and blew my mind. Sure, and I'm so glad I went to see that in the theaters. It it. First of all, you feel the absolute terror that Godzilla could instill if wow. it, if he were real. Um, you also get the very deep psychological trauma of of uh, of the nuclear attacks on Japan and how that resonates through history. Um, you get you get a very personal human on the ground story. Uh, that really kind of stood out in all the kind, and I'm not like a huge gods. I'm a I'm a mild Godzilla fan, uh, but I haven't seen them all f- for sure. But this one just really, I, I got to say, the terror that Godzilla strikes in those people and and you as a viewer watching it because it's all you're never on Godzilla's level. You're always below him the whole mm. movie and it is horrifying that uh yeah that that would definitely play kind of a psychological tricks on you being on um yeah. you know underneath uh, lower than him i mean you know godzilla obviously a character uh larger than life you know every, uh, no pun intended well maybe i guess it is intended but it's uh <laughs> did, did we hear and i haven't gotten uh the uh i haven't gotten the chance to go see it in the theater um Two things. Do you hear the iconic Godzilla yell? Oh, uh, I, I believe you do, but I don't remember specifically. But you must. You yeah, must. You, and, you, and I think I read online that you do. Um, it, it just, um, I don't know. I was shaking in my boots too much, too. Mm, to really, yeah. I was hiding. I I spent a lot of the time with my hands over my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and and second, why do they call it minus one? Is he doing some math, the uh, newfangled me. math in the movie? What's going on there? Well, I think what it is, and, and I here's the thing, Ro. I'm afraid that I dream most of my facts and then <laughs> believe I've read them on the internet. That's what I do. But I, I feel like it was explained maybe in an early trailer or teaser trailer that at the end of World War Two, Japan was at zero. And then Godzilla shows up. So it makes it like now they're at minus one. Huh. Okay. Almost like a kind of like a like a DEFCON one, two, three type of scenario. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. I did not know that. That's very cool. It's reverse DEFCON. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, once uh, I hope uh, I get a chance to see it on the big screen before it uh, leaves for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's fantastic. All right. I've got uh, one more planned 
geek moment that when I saw this, I was like over the moon. And, um, you know, the, uh, the actress that played, uh, young Ahsoka, Ariana Greenblatt. Yeah. So, you know, obviously everybody was on strike. Nobody, uh, nobody posted anything regarding, you know, the shows that they were on. But once that strike was over, the floodgates opened and we got a lot of really cool images and posts from some of the actors in our shows. Um, she had posted something, uh, on November 14th. Um, it's a uh, picture of her in the Ahsoka costume with Rosario Dawson back to back. And, uh, she, uh, she named me, um, specifically really for row for Dave and for the fans hashtag, uh, Tano Tuesday and hashtag Ahsoka lives. I screenshot that. And uh, I thanked her for thinking of me during the uh, the production of the Ahsoka show. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I was geeking out. <laughs> I, I would too. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Look it up. November It's 14th. right there. It's right there. I'll, I'll show it to you. Four row. Look at that. Four wow. row. Wonderful, wonderful things. Um, really surprised. I'm so glad that, uh, that, she, uh, that she singled me out. Uh, during the production of the Ahsoka show. It's a wonderful, wonderful surprise. It's yeah, it's, I mean, it's an honor, really. It really is. It's, it's, it's an honor to, uh, to be mentioned like that. I mean, you know, when the author did it, you said you were reading um, the, uh, the, the High Republic books. I mean, there's a, a bad guy on there called Marcion <laughs> or Marcion Rowe. Um, it's yep, it's yep. wonderful, wonderful to be included. I mean, you said I was canon, so this just solidifies it all. This is it, like you're all over the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I, I you, certainly you, am. You. <laughs> oh man. Absolutely. So, yes, obviously, um, you know, she was talking about Rosario Dawson. Um, I guess they call her <laughs> Ro, but uh, it's yeah. wonderful because, uh, you know, I, I share something with uh, with uh, Ahsoka. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It's it, um, yeah, that's a good that's a good, your name comes up in Star Wars a lot this year. That's a really good yeah. run of things. It's um uh, that that tweet, Markian Row or Martian Row, yeah, yeah, and uh, of course the astromech droid. Yes, that's right. Holy smokes! I did, yeah, everything's everything's pushing you towards the next Star Wars movie being in it. Absolutely. You know what? And I was going to change my name to Jackson or some bullshit, but I, I think I'm going to just I'm going to stay Row. I think that's I think that's the I think that's what the universe is telling you to do. Yes, absolutely, really. absolutely. Oh man, too funny, too funny. All right, do you have any other uh, cool geeky I, moments for 2023? I think I have one kind of geeky. I think this would be an honorable mission one. All but right. I but it's a uh, Barbenheimer. I Barbenheimer, think, yes. Uh, how how that caught the world's imagination, or at least the state's imagination, sure. and 
really uh, propelled both of those movies into the pop culture zeitgeist in a big, big way, in a way we haven't seen in it in years since maybe the force awakens premiered where everyone was aware of it um and i don't i don't know if it's particularly a geeky moment but it's a huge pop culture moment and i think the geek world is very much uh um uh an umbrella over pop culture and so I, i feel like we have to mention it yeah absolutely i think uh you're right it took the world by storm um, I think the studios kind of, uh, it's, I, I, it must have surprised them too. And I think that kind of also shows you the power of social media, the ability to, yes. you know, take something so silly as to take these, you know, I- extremely different movies and meld them together into a marketing campaign. I think it did well for both movies. I mean, I... Yep. You know, you you can see that some people went from, you know, watching Barbie to watching Oppenheimer. Um, So I I think um, I think it did very well. I think, uh, you know, that marketing, that little marketing gimmick, uh, I think it's something that the studios might want to, uh, you know, take a look at uh, in the in the future, especially in 2024. We're we're getting some, you know, hopefully some new movies uh, uh, and uh, it's great to be able to kind of, uh, you know, have fun with that um, by creating, you know, something as viral, you know, kind of naturally, I guess it started naturally, started kind of as a hashtag, a little joke, but uh, you know, people on social media and the studios kind of ran with it. And, um, yep. it was a kind of a win-win situation for, for nerds and, and, and Barbie fans and fans of, uh, the atomic bomb everywhere. <laughs> Are there fans of the atomic bomb? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Not. Okay. I know you're supposed to yes. And, but, <laughs> But I do like how we did start with social media and then at the end brought it right back to social media. Started off negative and then here's a positive of social media. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, that's too funny. Um, Before we cut out, I definitely want to uh, make sure that you stick around for uh, Rural Farm Boys uh, Sentry Mode. But before we do that, I've got one Sentry Mode question for you, my friend. You ready for it? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Okay. What type of dog was was the inspiration for Chewbacca, according to George Lucas? God. You know, it, it was, I, I, I don't know the name of the dog. It's one of those big, hairy, English something dogs. What, what are they called? Um... Oh, I don't know what the breed is, but it, it's a massive. I think a friend of mine had one. It, it, it's like what? It, you know what? It's kind of like that dog who is on the Muppets. You know, not Ralph, but um, okay. Wait, 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 wait. What was the? What's the one on Apple? Uh, the Muppets who live underground. Um, the they Fraggle have the Rock. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. You know that dog? Wasn't it that type of dog? I, I can't. I don't remember. <laughs> I'll have to uh, look that up. Hmm. Oh, I don't. What I think English though is in the name. What 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 is it? An Alaskan Malamute. Oh no! Then I'm totally wrong. 
Wow. An Alaskan uh, Malamute. I thought it was something like they're not very hairy, are they? They're not like the Alaskan Malamute, yeah, because they live in Alaska and it's cold up there. So they <laughs> <Yeah>, good point. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, Dave? But I, but I do know he was in the back seat of a car and the dog was in the front seat and the driver was in the front seat. Okay. And the dog was sitting up and looking, and they were both looking out, and he was like, huh. That could be a co-pilot. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Bonus, uh, bonus question: What was the name of George Lucas's dog? Uh, was it Indiana? Yes, yes, sir. It was. Wow, mm-hmm. that, I pulled that out of some dark reaches of my brain. <laughs> excellent, excellent. We named the dog Indiana. They're right. That's right. All right. Century mode. We got a new century mode coming up, which we recorded last year. That sounds so weird with uh, our friend and yours, Mr. Rural Farm Boy. Check it out. Let's see how he does. This is century mode. Okay, folks, you heard that jingle. It's time for Sentry Mode. And what we usually do for Sentry Mode, we bring in a friend, we uh, ask five questions, and uh, we have fun. And this time, we've got the one, the only, Rural Farm Boy to join me on this edition of Sentry Mode. RFR, what's up? How do you do, Ro? What did I call you? RFR. We were just talking about uh, Rebel Force Radio. And I mixed uh, the initials. RFB is what I meant to say. I've heard it said time and <laughs> a time or two is RBF. It happens to all of it us. It happens. Uh, we're, we're all a little uh, dysfunctional and dyslexic. But uh, thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Century Mode. Are you ready for five questions? Oh, I am so looking forward to this. So, you know, I, I just, uh, I told you before we started recording, I just uh, got off with Cam Ray last week. We had uh, Cam on Sentry Mode. Uh, this week we've got you. And I, you know, throughout the uh, this little series here, I, I, I'm always not familiar with everyone's expertise and everyone's level of knowledge. But um, knowing you from your Twitterverse and, and, and all your... Uh, all your uh, online Star Wars shenanigans. I, I, I think you're pretty up there. So uh, please uh, forgive me uh, as far as how deep I'm going to go. And I, I hope you enjoy this. I'm going to treat these as though they're trivia. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Question number one. What is the name of the toy company responsible for the original Star Wars action figure line? That would be Kenner. And that would be correct. For a second there, I thought your screen froze, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, did I break him already? (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Question number two. What is the name of Carrie Fisher's dog? Sort of rhymes with her, Gary. That is correct. Gary, the little French bulldog. I felt so bad for Gary when uh, when Carrie passed away. Oh, good many of us did. Yeah. So sad. So sad. Okay. Question number three. Let's bring it up a notch. In Caravan of Courage, what is the full name, first and last, of the little girl, Mace's sister? Mace's sister was named Sindel Tawani. 
That is correct. A bonus if you can name the actress's name. Ooh, I know I had it. And yeah, that's a deep, deep one. I know it's stuck back in the back one one or other left or right corner in my brain and I ain't able to pick it out. I know it's in there as well. We can get back to that if you want. Are you ready for question number four? I'll put it off to the side, yeah. Put it off to the side. All right, question number four. Which ILM employee was responsible for pitching the story of Rogue One? That would be the one and only John Knoll. That is correct. Him and his brother responsible for all the wonderful Photoshop and uh, all the stuff that we do with that uh, piece of software. And if I can figure, I still can't figure out how the heck to use Photoshop. <laughs> oh, man. Tutorials are wonderful sometimes, so uh, check them out. All right, question number five, Century Mode. In the 80s, during the height of Boba Fett mania, what were one of the things strapped to Boba Fett's utility bandolier as trophies? Hmm. I'm wondering if it's more located along his right shoulder. It could be, yes. I was trying to figure out, like, what is that called? And I, obviously, I'm not, I'm not a military man. I know there's a certain name for that area or the, or, or that. Okay, that would be his right shoulder bell. Most folks refer to them padding. And I'm usually speaking back to folks talking to me from the past when I say there ain't no padding involved. It's a shoulder bell or a pauldron. Correct. Yes. Would be either, um, I want to say they're braided Wookie pelts. That is correct. Braided Wookie pelts for the win. And like I said, um, I was pretty sure that uh, that your Star Wars knowledge goes deep. Uh, being uh, having it uh, had uh, been a Star Wars fan uh, since you were a young uh, young lad. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Did let's go back to that bonus question. Yeah, it's stirring around in there, and I'm gonna have to concede on that one. It's <laughs> not it ain't coming out. And I know, um, I think a while ago, a couple of months ago, people were talking about uh, Caravan of Courage and uh, posting, uh, you know, names and things like that. Sindel Tawani was portrayed by the wonderful Aubrey Miller. That's it. And I know, I know absolutely that you knew it. It's just stuck behind, you know, a couple of Star Destroyers and Blasters, uh, DL-44s back there, I'm sure... I'm sure if you dig it out, uh, you probably would have found it. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, I knew I knew it, and it just was, it was stuck in there. Excellent. Uh, thank you, my friend, uh, for joining me on this edition of Sentry Mode here on the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Why don't you find? Uh, why don't you tell folks where people can find you to say hello there? Folks can find me in the Star Wars Twitterverse, or maybe what's left of it. No, it's it's still <laughs> there in some shape, fashion, or form. Um, usually sharing out all the friends pods that I'm listening to on my work day. I group them up because I don't have internet connection to do them in the way that I favor most when I get home, which is show by show. And you find me in the Twitterverse at a farm boy. 
Excellent. Why don't you remind folks uh, you are on with uh, Jeff as well? Yepers. Um, yeah, back in June, he had put up for whichever reason in the, in the Twitterverse that he, he had kind of wished he had a co-host. And Jeff lives across the state of Pennsylvania from me. I'm in the West. He's in the East. And I said, we've been longtime pod friends. I, I've been years ago, I was on with him. And then he and I were on with Pat and Charles of Conversations. And I said, Jeff, I'll sit beside you. And he said, why? It was plainly obvious. Why didn't I see it? So every Saturday, (laughs) we're kind of matching up what I do with my podcast playlist now with it being we're in this big, wide open desert of nothing for Star Wars for at least another year, year and a half. So we're going and kind of copying what I'm doing, going way, way back to we are now in December of 2020. Season two of The Mandalorian going chapter by chapter. Rural Farm Boy on Sentry Mode. Thank you, sir, so much. We'll see you out there in the Twitterverse. I'm going to head on out. Uh, we will continue this discussion that we have on this, uh, the rest of this episode. But uh, in the meantime, I'm going to hop in my Tantive 4. I'll talk to you later. Woo! Right, folks, um, I want to do a, a big shout out to Rural Farm Boy, but also a big shout out to all the people that uh, have joined me on Sentry Mode in the last uh, couple of months. Had a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys are interested, anybody listening uh, and is interested in joining me on a uh, Sentry Mode Q&A segment, why don't you hit me up on the DMs? Or send me a message, uh, give us a call on our Scare Scuttlebutt hotline, 773-234-8659, and let us know. Let us know what you like about the show. Uh, let us know what shows or what episodes you like from last year, and uh, we'll read your comments uh, or play your comments on a future show. So thank you, everyone, from our patrons to our co-hosts to our guests. We uh, we have been having fun here. Uh, 2024 is our fifth year of podcasting, and we wow, are enjoying it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, we are definitely enjoying uh, kind of uh, geeking out. We're uh, looking forward to having some new 2024 geek moments. So so uh, next January, we'll have you back on, Dave. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And it's such a pleasure doing the show. You're so much fun. And it's, uh, like I said, it's fun to come on here. And uh, God damn it, I'm about to say have fun. And, and now <laughs> use fun three times. That's okay. <laughs> But it is really, uh, it's always a delight uh, talking to you, Ro. And I love your energy. I love your support of everyone and how you really build a community here. It's fantastic. Well, I appreciate that, my friend. Uh, You know, it's, uh, we're all in it together. I know it sounds a little corny, but, uh, you know, we're all doing this to have fun. Oh, there you go again. Yep. We're all, you know, we're all doing this to have a delightful time, but we really are, uh, you know, just uh, enjoying uh, our time here on the uh, on the interwebs, uh, talking nerd stuff. 
And yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Um, my pleasure. It, uh, it really is a fantastic thing to be able to kind of, uh, you know, uh, share the joy of all the geeky stuff that we really love to watch and talk about uh, and uh, doing do, doing that on a platform that, uh, that you know, people have the ability to listen and, and share and comment. So uh, thank you for being part of that, by the way. Oh, no, thank you. Um, if you want more of me, you can... <laughs> You can listen to What Does Star Wars Mean to You? It's uh, anywhere you podcast, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, um, Google, all those places. Um, if you're listening to this now, probably can find that uh, What Does Star Wars Mean to You? And you can uh, comment or reach out to me on uh, Twitter at Star Wars Mean to You. That's Star Wars Mean, the number two in the... Uh, letter U. Star Wars mean to you. And that's uh, all across social, whether it's um, Facebook, Instagram. I've got to get this pattern down, man. You've got it down. And I, I really <laughs> love listening to you do it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, Star Wars mean to you. Look it up. Look it up. Join yeah, me if you look want. Look it up. Look it up. But um, absolutely, thank you, my friend. I, I, you know, if you're listening, I really uh, urge you guys to give uh, Dave a follow and listen to some of his shows. Oh, it's uh, really fantastic. It's wonderful uh, to to hear other people's Star Wars stories, and uh, you know yeah. that's why we're here, anyways, to begin with. So uh, I want to uh, to give you guys a uh, quick little tease. I'm not sure if it's going to be next week or the following week, but uh, one of uh, uh, one of our followers challenged me to do a complete show talking about the sequel uh -huh. trilogy. And um, <laughs> at, at first, fun. <laughs> yeah, pray for me. At first, I was a little <laughs> resistant because obviously, you know, when you don't like something, you just don't talk about it. But uh, I expected, I accepted her challenge. Uh, we're going to be uh, Semper Fi, Danny and I are going to sit down and talk about the sequel trilogy. Um, let's see how that goes. Um, but um, it should be a, a, a wonderful discussion. Semper Fi, Danny is, is a wonderful account. Uh, if you guys don't know her, she pops up in our streams from time to time. And um, it's uh, really, uh, really great to kind of have discussions without uh, without fear of, of uh, you know, yelling at other people or being yelled at for <laughs> making or whatever. So it's, uh, you know, it, it, again, as corny as it sounds, this is your safe space to love Star Wars the way you love Star Wars. So thank you again for uh, allowing me to... Uh, to to be in your ears every week and uh, do our shows and 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 all that wonderful stuff so uh thank you very much if you guys are interested in the rest of the red five network we've got a plethora i love that word a plethora yeah. of other content creators just look us up uh i'll give you two places to look you can go to the to bio.link slash red five and check out the rest of the red five network or you can go to the red five network.com uh to be able to kind of uh scope out the rest of the shows we've got uh, other podcasts talking about other things uh, and uh, some YouTube folks and podcast folks, uh, but uh, a wonderful bunch of uh, great creators uh, that uh, take uh, a lot of time and, and love what they do. 
and uh, you uh, you can definitely tell that uh, that my uh, my brothers and sisters of the Red Five Network uh, just uh, have a passion for uh, talking geek stuff. So uh, please uh, look them up, and if you do uh, get a chance to go over to the uh, website or the bio link, uh, let me know what you find. Uh, let me know uh, who you uh, latched onto, and uh, I would uh, love to uh, let them know. But uh, please, whether it's a Red Five Network or not, whether it's Dave's show or not, please uh, make sure that you support the shows that you love to download wherever it is that you download your other favorite podcasts. Until next time, this is Ro from the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. And Dave, thank you very much again. You have an open invite here on the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. And that's the Scuttlebutt. Happy New Year. That's creepy. I'm answering questions. Answering questions. <laughs> that's that's the background music. Just put that on a loop. You'll you'll get a, a thousand shutoffs. It'd be like <laughs> you never know. You know, will be like that's the sound of a million people turning off their podcasts at once. <laughs> you never know what pops up on a future episode of the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. <laughs> I'm answering questions. Answering questions. Hey, Star Wars fans and friends of the podcast, don't forget to leave the guys a voicemail for a chance to be included in the discussion. Let them know what's on your mind. Call 773-234-8659. And that's the scuttlebutt.